fascinating to take a look at Frank Reich as the coach of the Indianapolis Colts, what quarterbacks did the year before they played for Frank Reich, and then the year they played for Frank Reich. What effect will that have on Matt Ryan moving forward into 2022? What can we expect? Is there going to be a bump in his statistical prowess because of playing for Frank Reich? Will that happen for Matt Ryan? It's Kentucky Oaks Day. That means we're the day before the Derby. I'll tell you about the Derby and who's going to win the Derby. We'll also talk about Jalen Hood Shafino. Mike Woodson talked about him to the Hoosier Hysterics on their podcast and drew a comparison between Hood Shafino and Jason Kidd that it wasn't so much comparison as it was, hey, look, we got kind of a special kid, and here's why. We'll talk about that. This is Inside Indiana Sports. Now, of course, we're wearing pink today for the Kentucky Oaks, which is the Philly version of the Kentucky Derby. Uh, only the girls on Oaks Day at uh, Churchill Downs. So there you go. Not in the previous races, but in the, uh, in the Oaks. That's just for Phillies, just for the girls. All right, we're brought to you, as always, by the great people at Johnson's Plumbing. When you hire a plumber, you must hire the best. You must hire number one, or you're going to get number two stopped up all over your house. Hire Johnson's Plumbing. If you've got a problem, they got a solution. 765-610-8809, the number. Hit subscribe, hit the like button, ring the bell. Let's go. Let's talk about sports. If you have a question of an urgent uh, nature, please feel free to donate. I will see it in a special box, and off we go. And remember to download the call-in app. We're going to have a special call-in show tomorrow at noon. You can call in just like a talk radio show. I'll host. You be the caller. We'll have a great time. It's just that easy. We'll talk about the Colts. We'll talk about T.Y. Hilton quite a bit during that show. All right. The, uh, the Reich effect is really, really interesting. And if we had a very limited sample size of the Reich effect, we would dismiss it and say, you know what, this is the math is suspect because the sample size is too small. But that's one of the great things about the Colts bringing in a new quarterback every single year for the last forever because the sample size isn't small. You have Andrew Locke from 16, didn't play in 17, 16 to 18. You have Jacoby Brissett from 17 to 19, uh, Philip Rivers from 19 to 20, Carson Wentz from 20 to 21. So that's four times that Frank Reich has coached a brand new quarterback for the Indianapolis Colts. What were the gains that those quarterbacks made during their year under Frank Reich? Only one year, only 16, 17 games, depending on the year. But there's still some things that we can draw, some conclusions we can draw. All right, in terms of QBR, Andrew Locke in 2016, again, didn't play in 17, and then uh, played in 18 under Reich. He went from a 65.9 QBR to a 69.6. That is a bump of about, what, 2.7. Then or 3.7. You've got Brissett from 17 to 19, didn't play in 18 because Andrew Luck played in 18. He went from 43.3 to 52.1. That's a gain of 8.8. Rivers, in his one year here, went from his final year with the Chargers, a QBR of 50.5, to a QBR under Reich with the Colts of 55. Carson Wentz went from a QBR in 2020 
of 41.9 to 54.7. That's a gain of 12.8. So, and we'll, we'll go through a, a couple other statistics too. But uh, like this, and, and you can make this kind of, you can make this argument. All right, with Rivers and Wentz, they went from teams that uh, offensive lines were in various states of disarray, weapons were at a different level with the Colts, but with Luck and with Brissett playing with pretty much the same cast of characters behind similar lines. So that's kind of interesting. Although the line for the Colts from 16 to 18 underwent some changes, notably Quentin Nelson and Braden Smith uh, joined the line, obviously. Um, but the average, the average lift for QBR was uh, 7.5, a 7.5 point difference in the lift, right? It went up positively. So if you add 7.5 to Matt Ryan's QBR last year of 46.1, you get 53.6. 53.6, the difference between those two is obviously Matt Ryan ranked 22nd last year for the Falcons in QBR. If he gets this lift from playing for Frank Reich, he's going to go to 53.6. 53.6 moves him from 22nd to 13th in the NFL, which is a difference of like from right about Teddy Bridgewater to right about Joe Burrow. That's a hell of a lift in, in quarterback rating. That is a step up in class for sure. How about sacks? Luck went from 41 to 18. Brissett went from 52 to 27. Rivers, 34 to 19. Wentz, 50 to 32. That is an average reduction of more than 20 sacks, which means Matt Ryan goes from 40 to 20 in sacks if this holds water, if my argument holds water, and there is a Reich effect. Uh, in terms of interceptions and touchdowns, interceptions, Luck went from 13 to 15. That's plus two. That's the wrong direction. That's the only statistic I could find for any of these quarterbacks that went in the wrong direction the year that these quarterbacks played for Frank Reich compared to their previous year as a starter under a different coach. Uh, Brissett went from seven to six. Jacoby rarely threw interceptions no matter what. Rivers went from 20 to 11. Wentz went from 15 to 12. And that 15 was in 12 games or 15 to 7. That is an average reduction in interceptions of 4. Total of 16, average of 4. So we move in the right direction with Matt Ryan. He had 12 last year. That would move him down to 8. And then in terms of touchdowns, Andrew Luck went up 8, 31 to 39. Jacoby Brissett went up from 13 to 18. Rivers went from 23 to 24, so a scant one touchdown improvement. And then Carson Wentz went from 16 to 27. That's plus 11. Total, plus 25, just over a six-touchdown lift, which means uh, Matt Ryan goes from 20 to 26, which puts him right in Carson Wentz's neighborhood in touchdowns and interceptions. 26 touchdowns, eight interceptions. I think Wentz had 26 and 7. So there you go. Can we expect that out of Matt Ryan? I think we can. I think it's interesting. I, I am really looking forward to this. I think Frank Reich does a great job of coaching quarterbacks and structuring an offense to feature the strengths and exploit the strengths of his quarterbacks. 
we're going to see. I, I think Matt Ryan gets this kind of lift. And if Matt Ryan gets that kind of lift, he is going to be the best quarterback in the AFC South. We said it this morning. And if he's the best quarterback in the AFC South, look, one thing we didn't even mention today when we compared Matt Ryan to uh, Ryan Tannehill. Ryan Tannehill, I, you know, um, I'm not sure mentally, psychologically, he, he's in a great space right now after what happened last year. And without A.J. Brown, you might see a recession in quality from Ryan Tannehill as you see a, a lift with Matt Ryan. And then you got, you got Trevor Lawrence, good luck. And then you got Davis Mills, really good luck. Uh, Trevor Lawrence may take a step up because that offensive line is going to be better. They drafted a center. You got Scherf as a guard. That's going to bring the quality overall of that offensive front to a higher level. Go raise it like an octave. So if you want to use musical terminology. So that's where we are with Matt Ryan. I think it's damn interesting. And I think getting a guy like, uh, like Alec Pierce is only going to help. Getting a guy like Jelani Woods is only going to help. You could use one more weapon. Is it going to be T.Y. Hilton? We'll talk about it tomorrow on call-in at noon. T.Y. Hilton, at some point, man, you just say, and, you know, he's the ghost, right? So you got to give up the ghost. Uh, let's talk about Indiana basketball. Mike Woodson talked to the Hoosier Hysterics on their podcasts and talked about a whole bunch of different things. We talked about Trace Jackson Davis yesterday and, and what Woodson had to say about him. He also had interesting things to say about incoming freshman point guard Jalen hood Shafino. Now, I've got hood Shafino starting at wing, right? Starting at the two, at the off guard, because is he going to be able to unseat Xavier Johnson? Xavier Johnson was not bad. Much better driver of the basketball than he is his Dodge Charger. Hey, thank you very much. I'll be here all week. At any rate, Xavier Johnson, if he opens the season at point, Jalen hood Shafino, you got to get him on the floor. So maybe he starts at two. Maybe it's Tamar Bates. But hood Shafino, this is what Mike Woodson said about uh, Jalen hood Shafino said that he reminds him in some ways of Jason Kidd. Had an opportunity to coach Jason Kidd when he was a coach of the Knicks back in 2012-2013 when the Knicks, uh, I think they wound up, uh, did they lose? I think they lost, the Pacers beat the Knicks in that playoff series. At any rate, Jason Kidd in his last year, really, really, really smart. And this is a thing that Mike Woodson really liked about Jalen Hood Shafino is watching him play AAU basketball. He is a facilitator. In, in a, a kind of a, a, a mode of basketball that rewards and features guys who are trying to get theirs, right? They're trying to get their names out there. They're trying to get uh, some kind of a bump in terms of rating and get all the scholarship offers that they can, get the broadest choice that they can get. Jalen Hood Shafino was a facilitator first. He is long, he is broad shoulder, he is smart, he, he can defend a little bit. He is a team first guy who wanted to win before he wanted to do anything else. That was true at the Mount Verde Academy. It was true for his AAU team, according to Mike Woodson. And that's what really drew him to Jalen Hood Shafino. Gonna be really interesting to see Jalen Hood Shafino and how he can take what he does exceptionally well and become that for Indiana. 
taking that step up from high school, even a traveling high school team like uh, Mount Verde Academy, you, you got they play a national schedule and they've won the national title the last two years. Somehow finding a way to contribute at the college Big Ten level in a way that allows Indiana to really get good and to really put some heat on the rest of the Big Ten. Can they move into the top four of the Big Ten? Jalen hood Shafino is going to be one of the linchpins toward that effort, as will be Trace Jackson Davis, who I don't think is going to wind up going to the draft. I just can't see it. If you can't shoot, you can't play. We talked about that yesterday, and I got a little bit agitated talking about Archie Miller because it just dawned on Archie, I should have recruited shooters when I was at Indiana. Really? No kidding. Of course you recruit shooters. If you can't shoot, you can't play, right? Trace Jackson Davis, to this point, we haven't seen him be able to shoot the basketball at, at a level that could help Indiana. How the hell is he going to get to the NBA and all of a sudden develop a three-point game or a mid-range game? He can't shoot outside like six, seven, eight feet and do it accurately. That's a problem. And that is what is suppressing his draft kind of standing. He's got to be able to shoot the basketball. And unless he can figure out how to shoot the basketball sometime in the next 25 days, he's going to withdraw his name from the draft and return to Indiana. And if he does... Indiana, to me, is a top-three team in the Big Ten and should win the Big Ten, depending on health, always, right? There's always that caveat. Let's talk about the Kentucky Derby. Kentucky Derby tomorrow. Here are some things to note. All right, Epicenter is running out of the three-hole. That's his post position. Three is not a great number. The last time a number 3-1 was real quiet in 1989 or 1998. I like the all right, the five horse is Smile Happy. Smile Happy is a, uh, a, a right now listed at 20 to 1. That number is going to come down a little bit, but you're still going to be able to get a good price for Smile Happy. The five hole, and this is important, it, it, it's not just like random numberage. Like the one post position, that's Mo Donegal. And Mo Donegal is a really good horse, but drawing the one makes it very, very difficult to win. Really difficult to win. I don't think anybody's won out of the one since 86 and and before. The track at the Derby and the traffic at the Derby is such that the one horse usually gets pinched, has a tough ride, a tough trip around the uh, mile and a quarter for the Kentucky Derby. So Mo Donegal, although as a horse, you love it. You know what? At the In the one hole, you don't like him. You don't like Epicenter because of the three. I don't like the two because the last win out of the two-pole position was affirmed. That was 1978 with the three great kind of almost match races between affirmed and Alidar, especially the Belmont, just spectacular. Ten is a really good number. Five's a good number. Like I said, ten winners have come out of the five since 1930. That leads all post positions in, uh, in the Kentucky Derby. Ten, only double-digit uh, winner since 1930 out of the five. Ten is a great number, and Zandon is a really good horse. He's a terrific accelerator in traffic. When he finds a seam or a hole, bam, he goes. It, uh, Jock puts his feet on the gas, and that horse takes off. That horse could win out of the ten. 28.2% of all the starters since 1930 that have come out of the ten 
have finished in the money. That's good to know. But I'm taking Smile Happy. Give me Smile Happy and Zandon as, a, uh, as an exact box, $10 exact box. I'm good. I don't go for like the, I'm pairing up everybody. I'm going to pair the three with the one and the five and the seven and the nine. And the, I'd rather win lots of money by investing not so much money. I don't need to spend $500 to win $700. That's not what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to spend $10 to win $4,000. <laughs> that's just, that's simple math, baby, and that's what we do on Fridays. I'm sorry I'm not outside. I would be outside if not for the torrential downpour that is going on right now outside our door, getting about an inch every four seconds of rain here on the far northeast side of Indianapolis. At any rate, have a great Derby weekend. Enjoy yourselves for all of our uh, viewers in like Floyd County, Harrison County, Crawford County, uh, Scott County, all that area down there, Clark County, of course. Have a great Derby weekend. Have lots of fun. And people in central Indiana, hell, we're only a, an hour and a half north of Louisville. Head down there. Have a great weekend. Uh, Louisville is wonderful during